Hello and welcome to a toast rom coms. We are working on our second Thanksgiving special today, guys. And let me tell you, it's going to be a doozy. I don't even know what to say, really. You'd think we'd be getting better at this by now and, and like know how to set a podcast up, but we don't. That's okay. Yeah. But this drink seems good. My cat likes it, so I'm sure I'll like it. Absolutely. You and your cat have the same taste, and you both piss in boots. (laughs) I piss in boots? I don't know. I just went with it. Okay. I just went with it. Yes. It it was better than what else I was going to say. Okay. Well, today, buckle up. Because this week's rom-com is a Polly Shore <laughs> masterpiece. I don't know even know if kids these days will know who Polly Shore is. Absolutely not. Did you know who he was before this movie? Yeah, because he's like the butt of every joke in the 90s. Okay. And the early thousands. I didn't know that. I mean, I don't know. That's how I know about him. Okay. All right, I wasn't sure if you would know him. If you ever watched a Polly Shore movie before? I don't think so. He was like, he was a whole moment in the 90s. Yeah, oh, you know what? I've never seen Encino Man, but I know that that's like the big movie. And it has Brendan Fraser in it, because Brendan Fraser is the Encino Man. Yeah. So, no, I have not seen a Polly Shore movie before this movie. I think I, this is my second time watching, the, we're, we're watching Son-in-Law, um, Marie, by the way, that's Allison. Hi. Uh, and I've seen Biodome. I think I went to the theater and saw Biodome. Was that on How Did This Get Made? Oh, if it is, I have to find it. I think it's on How Did This Get Made. Oh, man, how have I not listened to that? I don't know. It's going to be great. Well, if, if you're just tuning in for the first time, fellow rom-comers, this is a podcast where we break down all the important elements of a rom-com uh, by discussing unbelievability, chemistry between characters. Um, I don't know. We discuss some other shit, too. Like, do they stay together and theoreticals. So that's that's us in a nutshell. Yep, us in a nutshell. And we pair it with a tasty, sometimes not tasty drink. Yeah, and give some recommendations. Mm-hmm. So we hope that you enjoy, and we'll come back again sometime. Maybe for the holidays. Oh, we got some good holiday movies coming up. Yeah. Hello? Hello? <coughs> yes, you may come in. It's me! I think you what I a don't shocker. Know who else it could be? Wow. Come say hi real fast. Hi. Did you say hi? Hi. Hi. All right, we got to get moving, so go away. Okay, bye. Bye. Whoa. I like that she started doing the bye. But a real pistol. <laughs> Christmas fever has hit. Who knows? Oh, it's those damn Christmas carols that are on the radio already. We had some brawls, so uh, not really. Just a lot of 
I'm taking this away because you're not listening. Gotcha. Well, uh, do you want to get down to the facts about this movie so we can start drinking this drink? Because it's been sitting for like 30 minutes. A mine's longer. I made it like a long time ago and then I didn't realize that the cream would separate. Yep. All right. So that happened. Son-in-Law came out in 1993. Uh, it stars Polly Shore, Carla Gugino. No idea. All right, cool. Uh, Lane Smith and Cindy Pickett and Patrick Renna. Those are the main people. Who's Patrick Renna? Uh, the brother who's in the Sandlot. That's how, uh, that's how yeah, I know yeah. him. Okay. Okay. It was directed by Steve Rash, which is a terrible bit last name. Yeah, that poor guy got it. And there's six people who have a credit with writing this. That's a lot. It's a smorgasbord of people. Patrick Clifton, Susan McMartin, Peter Lenkoff, Fax Barr, Adam Small, and Sean Sheps. Sean Sheps. Nice. And you know, Carla Gugino is like still in a bunch of shit. I had no idea. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Haunting a Blind Manor, that's how I know her face from recently. She's been in tons of stuff. Yes. Haunting of Hill House, Gerald's Game. Oh, oh that's yeah. on my list, actually. Her career is booming. Way mm-hmm. to go, Carla. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure she was in the uh, Char- uh, the Spy Kids movies. Okay. Just and, in case you were really wondering. Oh, she was in San Andreas. I also know her from that. And I didn't realize this, but Polly Shore's still doing stuff. I mean, n- nothing that I know it is, but he's still he's still doing stuff, still working. He's worth a lot of money, too, because when I chose this movie, I was like, I wonder how much that guy's worth. And he's doing well for himself. Good for him. Yep. His persona. It really worked. Who would have thought? I certainly wouldn't have. (laughs) Um, The drink to go with this movie is called an apple pie. So it is an ounce of vanilla vodka, an ounce of cinnamon whiskey, um, two ounces of apple cider. Don't get cheap apple cider like really go for good apple cider it makes a difference and a specific kind of half and half but i just got good and gather because it's half and half oh i didn't realize it was supposed to be a specific kind of half and half it was a long c brand that i didn't even look at twice obviously because i can't remember the name of it um all right let's try this drink (coughs) If you, just so you know, in case you missed it, it does separate. So, mix. That's very nice. I don't taste anything. Sorry, Marie. I've been doing better. I just, I don't know what happened. Maybe I'll taste the next drink. No, I'm sorry. Maybe you should. I get... Cinnamon when I breathe in my mouth. 
<clears throat> a, a skill I can't do still. <laughs> I don't know to understand why it's not that. I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Just hold the breath in your mouth and push it forward. I don't. Not I, chewing. I don't know. <laughs> it's a skill that I'll never have. Uh, yeah, poor Marie. After the sinus infection edition, she got COVID. It's not funny. It's very sad. It's really shit luck. <laughs> My sinuses have been full for over a month. That won't go away. That is terrible. It's awful. My poor nose. Like, the bottom of my nose is just, like, done. But what if you're going to be in, like, peak health for all of December? Bernard was like, first you sprained your ankle in August. So that was, like, four months. He goes, then you got a sinus infection, and now it's COVID. I'm like, yeah. He goes, this is not your fall. 2022 might not be our year. It might not be. There's always 2023. Hey, it's not as bad as tumor baby year. Yeah, that was a rough go. Yeah. I'll take a sprained ankle over tumor baby, I think. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. I just ate my apple garnish. Have you eaten anything since lunch? Two salt and vinegar chips and three apple slices because I broke my first two garnishes. (laughs) (laughs) did you put salt in this it said to put a pinch of salt in i didn't i did and i can't taste anything maybe i'll do it on the next one and see Mm -hmm. maybe like i don't know maybe it'll help balance something but i think it tastes very good yeah it's it's easy to drink Obviously, because I I just get the essence of cinnamon. Essence of cinnamon. (laughs) Now, what kind of apple cider did you get? I used Sorgol's apple cider. Okay. So I respectively used tracks. Yeah. Those are our respective farms in our regions of Pittsburgh. I'm sad because last year, Sorgol's sold Honeycrisp apple cider. And that was amazing. Honeycrisp is my favorite type of apple. It's Bernard's too. It's just so expensive. Oh, I know. I it's know. crazy. Now, I've never had... Hi, Millie. I've never had Sorgol's apple cider. How would you compare it to Trax? Do you think it's better or basically the same? Maybe we should taste test this on Thanksgiving weekend. I dig it. I'll bring my uh, uh, my Trax apple cider. Yeah. I'm going to get a new apple cider because... When I went to use it today, the top of it was moldy, and I just had to wipe it off and go with it, because what else was I going to do? Maybe this is why you're not in peak health. (laughs) I mean, that's no good. It smelled fine, and there was no mold in the apple cider. It was just on the top, so I washed the lid off, wiped it off, and... I'll throw it away when I'm done with this drink. Okay. Love you learn. (laughs) All right. Well, before we get into this, this is how I wanted to start this podcast. I have two things I want to say. Okay. We had a listener submit an idea of a movie to do. And we always love 
wrecks from our listeners. But okay. It's not do. it's not a holiday theme movie, so we would have to do it after New Year's. Got it. But it's Rosalind. It's new on Hulu. Okay. So just just uh giving a shout out to one of our listeners, Lex, who submitted that. So thank you. We will get to it. It'll just be a couple of months. Yeah. Six weeks. Yeah, it's yeah, that too. And now Second order of business. I'm ready. Milking a cow. Yes. We did have a listener <gasps> write in about really? milking a cow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Our friend of the pod, Jessica, milked many a cows in her day. And she oh. says it's not really that hard. It's tough after a while, but she gave like a nice demonstration you have to like knead down so do you start at like this sack i guess for lack of better term no the udder like the top of the udder the oh the udder or the teat that's the one but isn't an udder the teat all right so we have more questions that we need answered it's really i thought the udder was the sack and then the teat was the teat. I thought the udder was the teat. Mm. I don't know, but I'll look it up right. right now. What is the milk sack called on a cow? <laughs> milk sack. <laughs> if we named our podcast titles, the, the title of this one would be Milk Sack. <laughs> uh, the udder is a single mass hanging beneath the animal consisting of pairs of mammary glands with protruding teats. All right. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, And all of my cow knowledge. Apparently, it takes a really long time to milk a cow. It's a lot of milk to come out of a small hole. You'll get milk every time. It just takes a long time for it all to come out. And that's why Hmm. everyone uses machines now. So I guess all this movie stuff is bullshit. Because we had a lot of cow milking in this movie. We did. Two movies in a row with cow milking. Well, and it's, isn't it weird that it was also like two farms? Yeah. I, I don't know. Is, is this what people think of America? Or just like a bunch of farms? Yes. Do you think the prince and me got the idea for college kid coming home for Thanksgiving from this movie? Oh, could. They were really digging this Polly Shore movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a couple things in here that could have may have been referenced in other movies. So I look forward to talking about that. Okay. Uh, do you want to give the summary? Then we'll get going. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded ready this movie is about a freshman who lives on a farm goes to college in LA and she adapts to big city living with the help of her neighbor who is this kind of wild LA guy who has a big personality and she invites him to come home for Thanksgiving because he was going to be alone there and 
they pretend to be engaged because her boyfriend at home was going to propose to her and she wasn't ready for that. I mean, very rarely at 18 are you ready to be proposed to. That's crazy. And that boyfriend is a sleaze bag. Absolutely. I think like the first thing that rubbed me wrong is that when he called her the one time or wait, when they picked her up from the airport Thanksgiving, he was wearing his Letterman's jacket. Dude, you graduated. It's time. Yeah, that's a sign of holding on to the past. Yeah, he was no good. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. You don't want to go to college. You're going to take over your family store or whatever his deal was. But let the Letterman's jacket go. Yeah, and his girlfriend is already moving on with her new look and her new attitude. Right. Well, and he was moving on with the one girl. Well, because I think that that was probably happening a long time before, though. I think so, too. Because Rebecca wasn't giving it up. Yeah. And good for her. I know. You do you. If you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. Just say no. That's right. And no means no. Don't do anything before you're ready. And if they don't like it, that means they're assholes. Fuck them. Exactly. You can do better, as demonstrated by Rebecca. Do you want to get started with unbelievability? I know we kind of covered obstacles a little bit. Oh, okay. I don't. Okay. We'll get started with unbelievability. Um, I had a really hard time throughout the movie. And I think this is unbelievable and just cringe. Slash disgusting. But my first unbelievability has to do with the brother constantly in his sister's, like, body and making comments and underwear, picturing her making out with other girls. Like, he was gross. Like, I get you're a teenage boy. You're thinking about women, but you're a sister. Very Mm. gross. It was, it was yikes. Very Game of Thrones. Yeah. And... I found not not as acceptable. No, because it's not medieval times. <laughs> it it is United States, and the population is a booming. <laughs> In nineteen nineties, yeah, yep, no go for me. That was bad. Yes, my first unbelievable was Rebecca's roommate making out with her girlfriend in front of the family. No, I didn't know if that was unbelievable to me. It wouldn't have bothered me if they were making out just in front of Rebecca, but doing it in uh-huh. front of the parents was a little because I, I wouldn't do that. No, I'm not a PDA person though. I will uh, hold hands in public, and that is basically it. <clears throat> the whole seat of moving in, like there was that one kid walking around in a towel, and then they took his towel, like on moving day, so he's just butt-ass naked walking through the halls how crowded the hall was like moving days busy but it wasn't like that i agree that was one of my problems too is like (laughs) come on it's not that packed no it's not i thought it painted a rather unbelievable picture of college life to begin with i didn't go to a big college though nor did i go to like 
a quote unquote like party school. Every school is a party school. You just have to know where to look. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. I just didn't think I thought there was a lot of party and no going to class or any of that. Ooh, shit. Good call. Like tons of exploring the city. Yeah. And I still think even though she was like discovering herself, she seemed like she would still be responsible. I kind of found Polly Shore's character unbelievable because it's like why it was like his first day on planet Earth. <laughs> he did not know how to be. And he was so inappropriate all the time. I agree. Like the things he said, I even have like written down. <sighs> he asked if she was inbred. And that's not the fir- only time he said it. Like, what is it with inbreeding? That's- and like, oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. You go. Constantly saying you're giving me a semi. Yes, that's what I was going to say, actually. And it's disgusting. Every time he said you're giving me a semi. Or half, yeah, like I was like, no, this is disgusting. Please stop. Yeah. You don't say it's that out loud. I mean, like, if you're telling a joke to like your significant other or something by yourselves, that's one thing. In front of your girlfriend's family or like your pretend girlfriend? To the mom of your pretend girlfriend? Ugh, ugh, so gross. And he grabbed her. But when she was just naked in a towel, it was so gross. Did you think that conversation went on for way too long for her just being in a towel? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I felt like this movie went on for too long, and it was only an hour (laughs) and 30 minutes. Uh, It's so weird, though. I brought it up to Bernard, Bernard, and he was like... Oh, I remember kind of liking that movie. And I was like, me too. Looking back on it, it wasn't very good. Sure wasn't. But I did laugh out loud once. Did you? Once. Was okay. It, was it the turkey scene? It was. Yes. That was actually really funny. <laughs> James was like, oh, it sounded like you were having a good time. And I was like, no, there was just one scene and it went on for a while. Yeah. We'll discuss that right now because I feel like I'll forget. There's a scene. <laughs> there's a scene where they're like, "Oh, you've never had the pleasure of killing your own Thanksgiving turkey or picking your own Thanksgiving turkey." So they give him like a a butcher's cleaver. Yeah. And they shove him in the the turkey cage. And then he howls like a wolf and then he gives the turkey a heart attack. <laughs> But then, who knows how much time has passed. The turkey is now in the kitchen, and he starts plucking out feathers, and the turkey comes back to life, and chaos ensues, and it's very funny. I love that scene. It was so unbelievable on so many levels, but I thought it was, like, the crowning moment of the movie. Yeah, you're right. It is pretty unbelievable. Like, there's no way that a turkey would come to hours later. Yeah, or or have a heart attack when some jackass howled. Just him expecting, like, being okay with being handed a meat cleaver to like, kill this turkey. Is he going to wrestle it to the ground or, like, throw the cleaver? 
It reminded me of um, uh, the Hawaii movie with Jason Segel forgetting oh, Sarah yeah. Marshall when he has to kill the pig. And he just keeps saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if somebody did that to me, I'm out. I am fucking out. Yeah, I'm not going to do that shit. Like, turkeys, your own animal. Turkeys are assholes. There's, like, so many videos of them, like, chasing people and being mean. But, like, I'm not going to kill one. No. I'm not going to kill one. I'll buy it from anybody. the grocery store. Yes. Like a horrible person. I'll buy it from the grocery store and it will be unrecognizable as a living creature. Mm-hmm. Until you pull the neck out of its hole. Oh, <laughs> Hated that. Yeah. Do you remember, though, like... You would hold the legs open and like though there was that one Thanksgiving where we had to prepare it and we were like looking for the, the, the gizzards and shit and you're like holding the legs open and I'm putting my hand in there. So sexual. You know, though, that turned out pretty good for us not knowing what we were doing. Yeah. You made me chop the livers, though. I almost vomited. I don't know why that stuff doesn't bother me that much uh the smell it was very it was like a real bloody smell yeah i just couldn't yeah that's true uh what's your next um, i mean we talked the turkeys what's your next unbelievability i thought her outfit that she chose to go home in i have that too it was like it, it, that's something that you go out in with your yeah. friends. You don't welcome your your you don't come home to your family wearing a bra and a see-through top and shorts. With mini shorts and bright leggings on underneath. She totally did that on purpose. None of her other outfits that she wore while she were home were were as daring as that one. Yes, it was very like for the thrill. Mm-hmm. And calling them by their first name. Ugh. Like, there was no reason. That is a pet peeve of mine. Whenever children, oh, I hate it. Whenever children call their parents by their names. Uh-huh. Yeah. My daughter likes to do that. What? And then she'll be like, well, yeah, she'll be like, okay. <laughs> she thinks it's, like, so funny. Uh, my unbelievability, like a little bit before that, maybe it's nitpicky, but the Halloween party at the college crawls costume was super elaborate for a college guy and I didn't buy it. I disagree. Oh, I am really good friends with two people who, two best friends who were guys who did couples costumes with each other. Always very elaborate okay um you know who you are if you listen to this podcast i know the significant others do one year they were edward and jacob from twilight oh that's amazing and like (laughs) down to the body glitter and the long hair and like not wearing a shirt and then the one year they were an oompa loompa and willy wonka and like the body paint again like I believed it, and I love. I'd love to see the Twilight one. There are no pictures. We have searched. 
Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm in my yearly rereading of the Twilight series. Um, a yearly? Oh, I do it. Okay, I'm judging you. That's fine. A yearly? You do a yearly reread of Twilight? Once every one or two years, yeah. I do. I don't know why. It's just like, and I, I can't even tell you how like quickly I go through it. Like I skip whole paragraphs sometimes. But is, yeah. is, it, is it for the sex? There is none. There's sex. Like one scene in the fourth book. Hmm. I don't even think it's that elaborate. I have uh, way better books for sex. <laughs> uh the only books I'll reread are Harry Potter, and I haven't done that in like three years. I used to do it every year, but yeah, book club gets in the way a little bit with my rereads. Damn you, book club! <laughs> uh, I know I have a ton of other unbelievabilities. I just have to find them. While you're looking for your next one, after when they're driving home from the airport. They're driving on a dirt road, and he's standing up in the bed of the pickup truck holding yeah. on with one hand, like not bumping, not swaying. Like, you can't do that in the bed of a pickup. It's bumpy back there That's on a dirt road. And they were going fast. Yeah. They, All the bugs flying in your face? They rode in the bed of a pickup a few times. Yeah. The other time they were sitting, though. So I was slightly better with that, although it'd be fucking cold that was another thing that i had a problem with just like the prince and me Mm. the weather for south dakota it's not gonna be warm enough for them to be wearing like for Polly shore to be wearing shorts all the time well shorts with like biker shorts underneath come on yeah yeah okay makes a difference average temperature of South Dakota, November. Um, daily temperatures around 36. Yeah. Yeah. Rarely falling below three or exceeding 45. Um, okay. Your go. How he would have the balls to drive <laughs> that big farm machine in the corn. Like, remember, he just, like, hijacked that big, expensive farm tractor thing? He didn't even know it was moving at first. And there was a tarp blocking his vision. Yeah. And not only hijacks it, but is able to write his name in cursive backwards. Backwards. Starting at the L backwards cursive he's a man of many talents i'm telling you and people skills ain't one (laughs) people skills or are they i know he had some deep insights he the family ended up loving that weirdo yeah what's your next unbelievability um this is the best way he has to get becca out of proposing is to fake that he proposed like seriously that was so contrived like i have no better options of things that he could have said but his response in real life most likely would have been what do you want me to do i can't not oh i already did like 
you could have been like, okay, if he tries to propose, make a scene. And he would like get up and yell or like pretend to faint or whatever. Okay. That's, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I just so contrived, like in no way, shape or form would that have ever happened. And I know it had to happen somehow, but that was not the way. What's yours? Uh, the elderly people holding up crawl while he crowd surfed <sighs> at the square dance or the line dance or both. Yeah. That whole, that whole thing, her, the outfit he put her in to go to the square dance. Like, I'm not saying don't put makeup on her, don't fix her hair, but that outfit. Like, it was like a salsa dancing. So he, like the mom, like he put a salsa dancing outfit on her. But it was, was it a big like scarf? I couldn't even figure out how he made that skirt. It wasn't a skirt. It was like he took scarves and like weaved them somehow. It was weird. I don't know. And it didn't look good. No. I mean, her face looks good and her hair looks fine. Absolutely. But the outfit was a no-go. This kind of goes into my next unbelievability, too. Oh, please. I hope it's what my next one was going to be. Oh, then you go. Uh, The parents sleeping in twin beds. In 1993. What? That. is absurd they're sleeping in the same room with twin beds like it's a 1950s sitcom no if they're not sleeping in the same bed they're in different rooms or he's on the couch or she's on like something they're not sleeping in twin fucking beds it's not even just like the width of the thing it's the length twin beds are shorter Lane Smith is a larger guy. He's not fitting on that bed. He's He sleeps in the fetal position every night <laughs> with his ass wow. hanging off. Yes. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing I knew him from was Clark, Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Superman with Dean Cain. I was just going to ask if it was with Dean Cain. Yeah. He turned into a real weirdo, huh? It, I don't know anything about him. I don't know All anything. He knows he supports Trump, so. No, well, he's a weirdo. <sighs> Shockingly, I think that's the end of my unbelievability because my blanket unbelievability was Polly Shore just acting like it's his first day on planet Earth. I got one more. Okay. Uh, no, two more. One, Carl believed Travis wanted to throw him a bachelor party. Mm, that's a good one. Like, no person is going to believe that you stole his fiance. The last one, after him and Rebecca have this fight, he was going to hitchhike to L.A. from South Dakota. Not wait for one day to get on the plane back to L.A. At a hotel something. Just like, even at the airport, sleeping on the benches, like a college kid. Yeah. Hitchhike. Good point. (laughs) And that's the end of my unbelievability. Uh, Let's move right on to unbelievable. Nope. We already did that. Let's move on to obstacles. Yeah. You said I mentioned them. What did you have down? So the obstacle between Travis and Rebecca being together. Uh, How we talked about like he's a skis and stuff like that. We didn't talk about obstacles to 
Crawl. Okay. I wish we found out his name, like his real name. I think we did. No. Yeah, it said it in the beginning when he showed her that picture. Must not have been paying attention. Yeah, he was like, this is such and such. I don't remember what it was, but he did say the name. Paul, maybe. That's the only thing I could think of. But maybe I'm just because Polly Shore. Yeah. Um, obstacles to these guys being together. Honestly, there aren't any, right? Maybe just his weird personality. <laughs> but she but she likes it. But is she attracted to it? Like she likes him as a, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. He's a, he's so weird. Like, can you imagine like being intimate with that guy? And him being like, oh, oh. <laughs> hopefully you would tone it down. I don't know. It, but I couldn't. As soon as he called my boobs cones, I'd be like, nope, you're done. Was that a thing in the 90s? I don't remember that at all. And nugs? What does that even mean? I thought like nugs were hot women. Okay. Because like I tried to use context clues. Couldn't figure it out. But then one time I thought he used it in the context of meaning boobs too. So it was either boobs or hot women. Mm-hmm. Like there are a whole lot of things that you can call boobs. Cones should not be one. No. So I don't. weird. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. Yeah, but no, no real obstacles. Okay. They just, they like make the flimsiest one ever that they break up in the end. Yeah, that twist of Travis roofing them, which was very problematic. <laughs> Not only did they roofie crawl, but they roofied this innocent girl who Travis but, is sleeping with. Yes. But it was so weird because before he said... When they were at the square dancing, he goes, I need you to do me a favor. I thought that the favor was going to be setting him up, but it's it's not. I, I feel like it could have been if he had been honest. Yeah. She would have done that for him. I think so. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> you think she was more honorable than that? At the end, she seemed like it. At the end, she did. But I think because she got fucked over, too. Yeah. She didn't mind screwing around with Travis behind Rebecca's back. True. True. Are we ready for a second drink? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're back. Okay. Um, so moving on to chemistry, it's, there's not a lot to talk about. I literally just rolled my eyes and shrugged at the camera with chemistry because there's like, I I don't know. There's like one scene where they almost kiss. I think there's a couple things to talk about. All right. Not, not everything in a good way though. Like their meet cute was not good it was creepy horrifying yeah this guy like so crawl rebecca's dad asked crawl for a screwdriver and crawl eventually comes into the room with a screwdriver but he's in his underwear 
with a video camera videoing her up and down. It was disgusting. Would not have gone down with me. No. But I thought the second time they talked was much better if that was the second time they talked when she ended up wanting to go home on Halloween. I thought he did, he was a lot cooler and a lot more sympathetic and I liked him then. I liked their hanging out montages. (laughs) Yeah. Like their buddy buddy kind of a thing. But even then he was like, oh, check out that girl. Whoa, sit on me or whatever. Like, it was all really inappropriate. But she jumped in there with that, too, so it didn't bother me because she was comfortable with it. If she had been uncomfortable with that, I would agree with you, but... Okay, that's fair. I thought he had more chemistry with the brother than with her. And, I mean, half of the movie was making the family fall in love with him. Mm Mm-hmm. Rather than just her. Mm -hmm. So I guess, do you think that she had romantic feelings for him before they took this trip? No. Okay. Do you? I I didn't either. Mm -hmm. But he brought it up in that little speech, so I thought it was a good question to ask. Yeah. I, I mean, I like some of their conversations. He can be like a nice, likable guy whenever he's giving her advice or whatever, but I, 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 the romance wasn't there. <clears throat> they didn't even no. kiss this entire movie. And maybe maybe she was like, look, I'm not kissing this guy. <laughs> you really feel a lot of animosity toward Polly Shore. I liked his wild clothes in this. I thought it added to his character. I did, too. The hair didn't even bother me. I no, like. no, the hair didn't bother me. It was just yeah. his... His demeanor, his overall demeanor. Yeah. Do you think it was, like, a put-on show because his parents didn't really pay attention to him? Like, in real life? No, in the movie. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't know about much about Polly Shore. Apparently, you do. <laughs> Because uh, he referenced his mom and about how she like just seemed to flit everywhere, and his dad didn't really seem to care. I don't know. Maybe it's because he wanted attention. Yeah, that's all okay. I have to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. Uh, this uh, this movie's low on my list. That's okay. <laughs> but you have to admit, it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> It, that was the key requirement for our wrong. It was Thanksgiving, so good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's see. Yeah, they had their almost canceled. Was that after the square dancing? Yeah. Okay. And then their like little heart to heart at the end when they were fighting. Um It's so weird. I don't even remember the last scene of this movie. The family photo. Was it inside or outside? Outside. Okay. All right. 
they had dinner and then they just went outside and took a picture. Yep. Okay, maybe that's why I don't remember it. They obviously had no idea how to end the movie. It was very abrupt. <laughs> they were like, oh, we'll stay proposed. And that was... And then they went outside and took a family photo. <laughs> I love it. Do you think he's going to quit college and become a farmer now? Yeah, because he was on like his sixth year. Yeah. I think he's found his calling. He was very good at it, shockingly. Yeah, the rollerblading, very mm. uh, creative. He liked <sighs> the animals. How about Theo? That guy was a real jackass. First, I thought he was kind of funny because I thought Crawl deserved his, you know, his shtick. But yeah, he's a real dick. Mm-hmm. Real dirtbag. Yeah. I thought he was really good at farming until Theo got involved. Mm-hmm. What's next? Um, Moment they fell in love? Moment they fell in love. Yeah. I, I mean, are they? No. But they stay proposed. <laughs> I think they just realized that they wanted to date each other. Do you think there's the potential for love? Maybe, because sometimes companionship can, like, grow to that, you know? They did spend, I think that was the point of the montage, is to show that they spend time enough together to fall in love. Wow, this is just a real thin premise for you. I also thought The Prince and Me was a real thin premise. Thanksgiving movies are just not my thing, apparently. <laughs> we got Hannah and her sisters, The Prince and Me. Oh, that's bad. I mean, out of all three of those, I would... I mean, Hannah and her sisters is the fucking worst. Yeah, fucking oh, for sure. Woody Allen, suck my dick. I'll take a Polly Shore movie over a Woody Allen movie any day. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm, I agree. So. I, I'll watch Prince and Me, the elephant one. Over the elephant adventure? That one over a Woody Allen movie. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I think I could see them being in love because she sees how he interacts with her family and that I think is important to her. Yeah. Let's stroll right along into do they stay together? And I'm going to say no, because she's like an L.A. enlightened woman. And I don't think I think she's going to want to, like, go out on her own and date more people. I don't know. I have a hard time with that question, because I, I do think you're right to an extent. She hasn't dated a lot. She is going to want to date, but I also see her being like, this guy gets me. This guy knows where I come from. If she could be okay taking care of him. Cause I, he's, I feel like that only gets you so far. Like he knows me. Yeah. But just make other friends. <laughs> just talk to some other people. I just don't see, see it being a lasting relationship. He's, uh, yeah. I would get so sick of him not being able to interact with people in public. I think his will of the West, like how many majors did he have in college? 
He has a hard time settling down, so I might put this on him more than I do her. Like, he's not going to want to be tied down with someone more so. He's a child. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we're going with no. They're not staying together. You convinced me. Nice. Iconic scene. It's the turkey scene. I hate it, but it's true. It's definitely the best scene. And it kind of like encompasses the whole thing. Like they're both there. He's trying to be a farmer. It's not working. Yeah. And uh, the family's there. Yeah. Is this a romance between him and the family or him and the girl? I think it's more the family. I do too. I don't think he really has one. Mm-hmm. So he wants he wants one. Final thoughts? I have some. Me too. Okay, you go first. My first one is Brendan Fraser. I knew it. Yes. Did you catch the other cameo in this one? You bet I did. I thought you would. Um, it's very topical for me since I'm reading Scar Tissue. Yeah. Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers is the tattoo artist. Yeah. I was like, is that Flea? Why is Flea in this? How did they get these guys? Everyone loved Polly Shore. Apparently. And- one of the facts in this talked about how New Line Cinema and Disney were actually like fighting over him during this time period because Disney said that he had a contract with him, but New Line Cinema said he owed them movie. So there was a movie Polly Shore wanted to do for Disney and then he couldn't do it. So it was like a whole big thing. What if he was supposed to be George of the Jungle instead of Brendan Fraser? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was something like... He was supposed to become a British family's au pair. I kind of like that, actually. I do, too. I would have liked to have seen that movie. Yeah. That's so. And it ended up being shelved forever, unfortunately. Bring back Polly Shore for this movie. I'd watch it. Could he make it in 2022 doing that shtick? I think it would come off super pervy. I do, too. He'd have to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, how about that house? That was a fucking cool house. It was so wild. Like the It turret? was like a lighthouse on yeah. land. Yeah. It was very cool. I liked it. And her, she had the best room in the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sold on her blonde hair. Hated the blonde hair. That was my next one. It was very Joan Cusack in Adam's Family Values. Puffy. I couldn't separate the two. That's a great call on your part. Thank you. I couldn't decide which hair was the wig. Definitely the blonde. The blonde was the wig. Okay. I think. Because she's naturally like brunette, voluminous hair. Okay. So I think she had beautiful eyes. I kept noticing mm-hmm. that the entire movie, like these beautiful green eyes. Do you think that Polly Shore waxed his ass cheeks for that chap scene? Yeah, probably because he seems like a hairy guy. 
I agree. He does seem like a hairy guy. Mm-hmm. Do you think he did that or was it a body double? I think he did it. Okay. It's your butt. Yeah. What's that? It's your butt. You have to wax it though if you want to wear those chaps. I bet it doesn't hurt to wax your butt. There's a lot of fat on there. Mm, that's a good point. Like I, it's not like wax in other parts of your body. Not a lot of nerve endings in the butt. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about waxing the butt now. You could try it with James and get back to us on how hard it hurts. I think that would be a no. <laughs> I think I have one more and then that's it. Uh, I have a couple. Um, I'm going to say, I think this is the first time in a movie that I've seen a believable reaction to being punched in the face. Yes, that's such a good point, actually. I didn't even think about that. That's hilarious. He just starts crying on the floor. It's like a slow crumple and he cries. Yes. Loved it. And then he sees him again and he just crip, like falls to the floor again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Okay. You go. I thought it was funny when he threw the fishing rod in the lake. <laughs> oh, no, you did I did. <laughs> I thought it was very silly slapstick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but the, the grandpa having a heart attack was so over the top and unnecessary. Was he even having a heart? Like, there was no follow-up. They didn't see a doctor. They just went He's- home. They called it an episode. An episode of what? Uh, a heart. Uh, he should have gone to the doctor. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Prolong this man's a pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has pills for his episodes, I guess. It's not uh, like it was so- a psychotic episode. It was a heart episode. Those are different. Yeah. <laughs> um. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're giving CPR on someone, do you only do CPR if they're unconscious? Yeah. He was clearly conscious. You only do CPR if you cannot find a pulse. Okay. I just did my CPR training, so. And is it also true that you're not supposed to do the thing anymore? You're just supposed to give breaths? No, not true. Okay. I heard that somewhere. You, compressions are the most important part. They say that like it's more important to do the compressions than to do the breaths because the oxygen that you're giving them is not a whole lot. Okay. And if you keep the blood pumping throughout, that's going to be more valuable, but it is still like 30 compressions, two breaths. You know, I just, I finished that first season of the center and I I know you said you don't remember. Oh, oh, I remember that part. That was a rough go. That uh, crack. Oh, I can like that. That stayed with me. Yep. I as soon as you were said the center, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna talk about it." <laughs> like that crack, because they like they sh- they played that sound early on. Like she was having like, uh huh, and like oh, when they finally get there, oof. So you liked it. Yeah, I did. It's so good. 
Yeah. Bill Pullman's amazing. He is. I, he's so rugged. It only took you four years. Three years. More. It was more, I think. Yeah. So good. Um, another final thought that was the worst stripper outfit I've ever seen in my life. It was just a regular dress. It was a cute dress. I would wear that. Yeah. It wasn't a stripper outfit. It was just a town girl taking her clothes off. And it was definitely a bathing suit. Okay. I didn't get that. I was busy taking notes. A martini uh, glasses. Martini glasses. I mean, I give it a 2.5. Same. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's it's mediocre at best. If you want to catch a glimpse of what pop culture in the early 1990s was like. Apparently co- I mean, boobs were cones. <laughs> And Polly Shore, all the vo- the voice and how he talked, it was everywhere. Yeah. So check this movie out. Um, you'll laugh at least once. <laughs> Maybe not because we spoiled it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So I didn't hate it. Will I watch it again? Probably not. No, I won't. I mean, it's not the worst thing we've watched. But it was like... There were times where I was like, all right, let's wrap it up here. And then you get to, like, what the big tension was, and you're really like, man, this is not tension at all. They're just going to go back to school and live across from each other for six months and be fine with each other. Yep. So. Okay. Um, So, not the worst thing you ever saw, but you didn't enjoy it, per se. No. But I did enjoy this drink. This drink was delightful. It's a good fall drink i think i don't know i would probably reduce the fireball but i had a really bad time with fireball once so it's just one of those alcohols i can't really do well oh okay i didn't think but the covid has messed with my taste buds so um i didn't think it was overpowering at all i like i said it might just because i had that one bad halloween yeah. It was woodchuck apple cider mixed with fireball, like half and half. Ooh. Oh, I thought it was great at first. <laughs> Not so much in a little bit. Until it was on the mirror in a bathroom bar. Ooh, and the mirror. I One thing I do remember is a girl going, ugh. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I deserve that. I did. Yep. What bar was it? Uh, it was Southside. I want to say it was Tad's, which is no longer with us today. Oh, I don't even know Tad's. I want to say they got closed down for serving too many underage people. It was so weird. It was, I think, 12, it was either on 12th or 13th in the Southside. Okay. They had some kind of shot deal. I don't know. doesn't matter. But yeah. So after that, Fireball's not my jam. Fireball and rum. Yeah. No go. No. Um next movie, are we gonna do the Lindsay Lohan movie? Ooh, I forgot about it, but yes. What's it called? We're gonna I don't know. We are gonna get on the train of the Lindsay Lohanasons. Is that what it's called? Sure. 
Yeah, the Renaissance of Lindsay Lohan. Um, and she has a Christmas movie out. It's called Falling for Christmas. Falling for Christmas. And it's on Netflix. Good to know. Yeah. Oh, boy. Look at this outfit. Oh, you can't even see it, can you? I love it. I straight up love it. It is something. All right. I can't wait. I loved Lindsay Lohan back in the day, so I hope she's bringing the same energy. I just... What? I mean, 56 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not that's not bad. Mm-hmm. I was looking to see some kind of rating, <clears throat> but I don't have anything. I wonder... I bet... I know that the holiday wasn't rated well at all, and we loved that movie. I, oh, I, I need to add that to my my yearly Christmas... I mean, um, like PG, PG 13, that mm. kind of thing. Because if it's like G, that's no fun. Yeah, I'm for sure going to add the holiday to my, my yearly Christmas. <clears throat> um, no, I don't think it's, oh, TV PG. Oh, man, there's not going to be any sex in that. Oh, this Lindsay Lohan one? She's not? Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry about the no sex. That's okay. I'll get over it because I think her outfits are going to be worth it. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. just saw a little bit of the trailer and I think it's going to be. I'll tell you what. That really adds to the rewatchability of a movie for me. The fashion? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be something. Yeah. All right, peeps. Please um, go online, rate, review, subscribe. Actually, you don't even have to go online. You can just click on your phone podcast app if you're on Apple iTunes and click those stars. Um, Rate us the review. Like us on SoundCloud, whatever your listening app of choice is. Give us something positive. Please, and continue to give us success. What? Continue to give us recommendations, drink ideas. Yeah, I mean, even this this Lindsay Lohan movie, that's a recommendation from someone as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we like this. We don't know every movie out there. Would you like to see something different that is way off the wall? Do you we'll think- do it. We don't care. Have we ever done like a Jewish, uh, r- like a Hanukkah rom-com? I don't know. I don't even know if any exist. I bet you there's something out there. I feel like that should be on our list. Okay. We'll, we'll check it out. Look into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us know. Do we say follow us on Instagram and all that shit? Nope. Follow us on Instagram at Toasty Romcoms. Allison's been going out and hit some hitting some hot spots around Pittsburgh. So if you're coming into town um, for the holidays, check it out so you can get some good racks on where to go. Um, website, www.toasttoromcoms.com. Um, we have all of our old holiday movies up, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, whatever you could want paired with drinks. So if you guys want a nice night in, you can always look at what we got there. Yeah, we've had some quality Christmas drinks. Absolutely. Yeah. There are some that I go back to, like Holiday Strength. Oh. Was that 
M80. Firework mm-hmm. M80, yeah. So I drink good. that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So always good stuff. I think I might keep this one around, this apple mm-hmm. pie one. It was I really liked it, surprisingly. I'm, I like a drink with half and half in it. As long as you drink it before it separates, it's good. <laughs> or before the apple cider is moldy. Um, yeah, very important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to throw that away before my kid drinks it. <laughs> well, Marie, I hope you're you're feeling better shortly. Thank you. Um, it's it's a slowly but surely kind of process. Yeah. Every day I think it's a little bit better, but just like a little, little bit. Keep sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the struggle. All right, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. And until next time. Please watch up. Drink up. And cheers. cheers.